Lunchtime replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Go only on Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust here on a Wednesday afternoon. And as I said earlier, we're talking about pricing when it comes to travel uh, websites. And We've all come across this before. You see an advertised price, depending on where you are, of course. So we're specifically in Singapore right now. You see an advertised price for a package deal. And then when you go onto that website to book the ticket, there are other fees that you have to pay for at the end of your transaction, which then changes. I mean, it could be a small, uh, whatever it is, convenience fee or credit card fee that could be 2 or 3%. And it could be a major uh, fee. So you have have to be careful when you are uh, doing your online booking. And like what I do, I just look at an advertised price with a pinch of salt. It is never going to be that price. So when you see a, I don't know, $79 ticket one way to somewhere, that is just the airfare you're paying for most of the time. It doesn't include your luggage, your drink, or whatever. Maybe it doesn't even include your seatbelt. Anyway, uh, Tiffany Fumiko Tay, a Straits Times consumer reporter, wrote about this. And it actually, I came across this while I was on my trip. And I thought, hey, this is something we need to explore. So welcome to Hashtag Wanderlust, Tiffany. Hi, thanks for having me. And thanks for joining me here. So what inspired you to look more into this pricing, uh, well, common pricing stand, uh, um, advertising standards uh, among the travel industry uh, operators? So the Competition and Consumer Commission of Singapore actually came out a few weeks ago with this study that they did um, where they basically looked at the online travel booking sector in Singapore and identified uh, four kind of common practices that they use um, in terms of pricing and advertising that could be potentially misleading um, so one of them is drip pricing, which you kind of alluded to just now. So that's where we have an advertised price. And then during the booking process, they add on different mandatory or optional fees and, and uh, things like credit card fees and taxes. So that by the end of it, you're paying um, something much higher mm-hmm. than, than what was advertised. But you've kind of already spent so much time filling out your details <laughs> that, you know, you're not really going to go through the search process again. So that's kind of how they get you. Um, and then there's uh, something called strike-through pricing. This one we would all be strike-through. Strike-through. So that's where you see one price, mm-hmm. and then it's crossed out, and then next to it is another price that's much lower, right? So it's like this is not for fifteen ninety nine, not even twelve ninety nine. Yeah. It's yours for four payments of nine ninety nine, which yeah, actually so is more. <laughs> oftentimes on websites like Expedia, for example, you uh-huh. see a hotel room that's um, original price is twelve hundred dollars a night. And then it's crossed out and you'll see like $5.99. I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's a huge deal, right? It's almost half off. Um, and so we assume that that is actually the original price, right? So the, the $12.99 would be what? Your rack rate, your walk-in rate that people yeah, don't that, really pay for. That's what you would assume. But so actually what they found in this study that they did was about a third or more of the hotels and airlines that they surveyed admitted that actually this this struck through price it was never the original price of the room or the flight that oh, you're so looking at. It's not even the the rack rate that they used yeah. to put at the door of your hotel room. Not necessarily. So it might match, say, um, it might be the same flight, but for different dates. They're mm-hmm. giving you basically the highest price that they can think of, you know, that's loosely associated with what you're looking for. And they're preying on consumers' uh, uh, habit of seeing, okay, it's discounted, therefore yeah. it's cheap, I'll yeah. go for it. It's exactly. a good deal. Yeah, exactly. 
Mm. Um, so then the third practice is something called pre-checked boxes, which we've also seen, you know, when you are booking a flight, for example, you might see uh, insurance, insurance as an add-on. Right. And oftentimes it's already ticked for you. So unless you might miss it and end up paying for that if you're not careful. So you have to opt out of these Yes, uh, you have to opt things. out of some of these add-ons. And the last thing they identified was something called pressured uh, selling tactics. Um, so that's where you'd say um, 10 people are looking at this room or have booked this room in the last 10 minutes. Again, that may not actually be for the exact dates or product you're looking for. Oh. So you shouldn't feel pressured you know, by, by those kinds of things. Um, so ba- based on these findings, the uh, commission kind of came out with uh, price transparency guidelines, mm-hmm. not just for the industry, but for all, all consumer-facing businesses in general to say, you know, you need to be upfront with whatever fees and things you want to charge and not um, mislead consumers into paying for something they didn't really uh, anticipate or, or want. That pressure tactic, it works on me, <laughs> especially yeah. for air tickets. It's like yeah. two people are looking at or two two seats left yeah. at this price. So that's not for that particular date or time or flight. It may not necessarily, may not necessarily be. And even if it okay. is, it could be just for that particular website you're looking on because the inventory for a flight is ah. split across, you know, the airline site as well as third-party site. So, you know, there's many different See, see this happened to me very recently. A friend and I decided to go on a trip and, you know, we always book our tickets separately. I paid $50 less than my friend on the same booking website. Well, it was an airline website on the same day on the same flight. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So y- you really don't know what how I mean, airline pricing is there to confuse you, right? So that's yeah. I mean, airline pricing and hotel pricing in general, they use dynamic pricing. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really hard to see. Like this was the original price, and this is the discounted price yeah. because it's I think based, it changes it's based on demand. Yeah, yeah, minute by minute. So it's hard. All right, uh, you're talking about the laws that uh, are in place in Singapore, but how does it work when you are? booking in Singapore on an international website of a different airline flying out from a different city. I mean, okay, we do know that sometimes air ticket, for example, will be cheaper if you fly out of Bangkok or KL. So if you book from those websites, I mean, if you enter those cities, do these laws apply and what should we be watching out for? Uh, so our laws apply only to um, businesses, business operations here, here businesses registered here. Mm-hmm. So one example is in Australia, where drip pricing is uh, illegal. It's, it's not allowed at all. Um, if you were to book through Expedia.au, for example, and search for a particular hotel, and you search for that same hotel on Expedia.sg, the one on the Australian website would be inclusive of all the taxes and fees that you would have to pay. So basically what you would pay at the end of the checkout process. Mm-hmm. In Singapore, where it's not you know, outlawed, um, the search price for that same hotel would not, not include um, the taxes and fees. So you would only find out at the end. At the end. Yeah. So it does vary depending on the laws of each different country. But for Singapore, for airlines, I thought they are mandated to show the all-in price. Um, or is that just good practice among our yeah, local airlines? Yeah, it's it's good practice. I think it is mandated in some other countries, mm-hmm. but not not necessarily here. Okay, so how do you deal with this then? Uh, what would you tell our listeners if they are? I mean, we all are smart enough to shop around, uh, and there are so many portals uh, to shop around. You have Skyscanner, which also well curate a bunch of other third party. Uh, travel agencies online, and they all have different standards. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, 
compare across a, diff- a couple of different sites. Don't feel pressured into snapping yes, up a deal yes, because there's a because countdown timer yes, and Just because left. two people are looking at this now or two seats left. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, with strike-through pricing, I would check against the hotel or airline's original site just to see whether they, they had inflated the price, if it's mm-hmm. realistic, the discount that they are claiming to offer. Uh, definitely comb through each page of the booking process to check for add-ons or other kinds of uh, terms. Um, so one thing, when you, when they advertise lower prices, often it's because they're offering kind of the, the bare minimum, right? So mm. it may not include things like baggage or breakfast, which you might expect it to. Okay. So, yeah, definitely check the, um, the terms and conditions as well. I've come across, I believe it was Travelocity in the U.S., and they will show you the cheapest price of a particular flight. Uh, and then there will be a small fine print disclaimer to say there will be add-ons for luggage or to choose your seats and things like that. Yeah. Um, is that being done here in Singapore? Um, for yeah. I mean, even sites? with uh, Jetstar, for example, mm-hmm. when we – so we looked at about 20 uh, – my colleague and I looked at about 20 different sites. So airlines, uh, third-party sites, hotels – and with uh, Jetstar, for example, they do have uh, checked baggage sort of pre-selected for you. Ah. So if you don't opt out, you end up paying for that, that um, you know, additional kind of baggage. Um, and they also have packages, right, where you have checked baggage and see, checked baggage, food and see, and things yeah. like that. Uh, and these are per segment. So, yeah. you, you know, yeah. people out there might not uh, figure this out. But if you're booking like a Singapore, Bangkok, Bangkok, Singapore, mm-hmm. you're paying more because it's a per segment thing. Even the luggage, like for $35, yep, you have to yep. pay twice. So it's yep. times two. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in terms of price uh, – Comparing prices, budget airlines might not always be the cheapest when it comes to all these add-ons. Yeah, I mean, budget flights do offer, um, if you just want a really basic flight, I mean, that, that is great, No right? food, no yeah, seat. No food, nothing. You, seat, you just no, want to get, get from point yeah. A to point B, mm-hmm. that's a good option. So they okay. do give you, uh, you can add on different things and build your own flight. So that, that's the plus point of it. But you do have to be very careful with... Um, you know, the different terms. Sometimes uh, it's cheaper also because they are more strict in terms of the cancellation or, mm. you know, refund policy. So you've got to be aware of that as well when you book. Okay. So when um, somebody uh, has already, you know, booked everything, filled out the information, paid, and then realized, wait a minute, this is like $200 more than what I thought it was going to be as you advertise. Is there any remedy for them? Uh, under the law or that's it, you know, you deal with a hotel or the airline? So it's only if um, the platform that they booked on was misleading. So that's kind of what is now under consultation. These guidelines are meant to make sure that everything is all up front so that the consumer cannot then turn around and say, well, I wasn't aware of it. Mm. So that's now um, something that the commission is trying to um, put into place to say that in the future, if you, um, Expedia, continue to do this, it may be considered misleading and we will, um, you know, come after you. Um, so right now, it's, it is quite difficult for... <laughs> it is because misleading is in the eye of the person looking at it. The whole point of yeah. advertising is to attract you to, yeah. you know, check out the deal. And if that doesn't work out for you, there are other options mm. or, you know, it's, it's to try to get the consumer into that trip, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's not 
these practices are not unique to just travel no, booking. No, not right? at it's, all. It's all it's consumer restaurants businesses. Yeah, exactly. Department stores and things like that. Yeah. Ah, so I guess the onus is on the person, the consumer, to mm-hmm. be smarter about this. Yeah, but I mean, I think it also is a bit tricky with um, e-commerce in general, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things are hidden in terms and conditions that are a tiny asterisk, and yeah. then you've got to click, and then it's part of these very long list of things. Um, so one example of uh, reading the fine print is this this guy we interviewed um, who said he paid $300 more than he expected to for mm-hmm. a Club Med vacation right. for his family. Um, and that's because there was a promotion for kids under 12 staying free. Um, but what he didn't realize is that when you add in the kids, they uh, increase the price of the adults. So the price of a standard adult goes up three hundred dollars. So the I think yeah I I remember this now reading the article. So the price that was advertised mm-hmm. was a sort of discounted price, and then those kids stay free. But to to be able to qualify for kids stay free, you have to pay for the regular price. Yeah, so in the, he, he didn't realize or he didn't read the, the terms and conditions where it says in fine print, you got to pay full price for one adult to get the free kids. And then he says on top of that, the full price for an adult is not something that adults without children have to pay. So that again is this complication with dynamic pricing, right? Ah, which so reminds the, me of an incident. That, I mean, I've been checking this out as well. Remember yeah. when one airline started allowing passengers to use their points to pay for part of the ticket, mm-hmm. but it actually changes the price of the ticket? Yes, yes. Um, I think uh, Expedia does that. So while you're searching, the price that's displayed is actually uh, if you apply your points. Yeah. So I mean, they do say that, but that's people why, don't yeah. look at yeah. People don't think about these things. They just think, hey, I have 5,000 points. I'm going to use it towards this ticket. But then the ticket price you're paying for can sometimes be more than the cheapest ticket available. Yeah, exactly. So I think the point of these rules is to try and just um, make it more upfront so mm-hmm. that both the businesses and the consumers kind of have um, you know, a good defense when it comes to what, what they've agreed to. Um, and one more thing that, that we found that was a little bit more deceptive was uh, these third-party sites um, that actually sort of masquerade themselves as the hotel's booking site. Mm. So, for example, if you were to Google um, Mandarin Oriental Singapore, the right. very first hit that comes up, which is a paid uh, advertisement, is is a, a website called um, Guest Reservations, mm-hmm. and the URL contains the hotel name. So if you're not careful, you might click through, think that's the website, pay, and a lo- oftentimes a lot of the hidden fees are in the taxes and fees at the end, which are a lump sum, and they don't break it down. And this is not the actual hotel's website. This is not the actual hotel's website. But even with actual websites, a lot of times the hidden fees are, again, in the taxes and fees at the end. So you should always clarify what you're paying for. Very, very, uh, well, deceptive, misleading. Again, it's in the eye of the person doing the bookings. So I guess the advice for everyone is to be aware of the fine print and know what you're doing and don't be pressured. Yeah, you're exactly. online. Nobody is, <laughs> nobody is there to tell you anything except for a countdown timer. Yeah, exactly. But hey, you know what? Just take it easy and shop around. Thank you very much for sharing your insights, uh, Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany Fumiko Tay, Straits Times consumer reporter. And yes, that's our advice for you: don't let pressure make you pay for something that you're not ready to pay for. Thanks for joining us here on Hashtag Wanderlust on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.